0: I've never heard that sound before. <laughs> hey, this is the start of our podcast. Next time on Star Trek: The Next Generation.
1: I'm strong. I'm lot I'm getting younger.
0: A dying commander takes a youth drug to fight terrorists holding hostages. <laughs> That's a line.
1: <laughs> youth drug.
0: But will dangerous side effects jeopardize their mission? If we don't deliver Jameson in five minutes. One of the hostages will be executed.
1: Find out on Star Trek: The Next Generation,
0: and that's our entire episode. Thanks for listening. Um, (laughs) A youth drug. A youth drug. Like vaping. Too short a season. Um, Okay, and as is our custom Mm -hmm. in our uh, culture. We will now um, play the trailer. This is not the number one movie that was airing at the time that this episode aired, February 8th, 1988.
1: You mean not the number
0: one song? No, movie. We're going to do the movie trailer. I guess we could have done the song, but I'm doing it out of order. (gasps) Uh (laughs) So number one in the box office was still Good Morning Vietnam, but we've heard that. But mm-hmm. number two in the box office. Uh, wait a second. Let
1: me excited about this, this one.
0: This truck. I've never actually seen this movie.
1: I enjoy this movie very much.
0: I want to watch it again. I think it's I, I'm going to guess it probably holds up to a certain degree. Okay, here we go. The moon
1: ...brings the woman to the man, capisce?
0: Kind of a long trailer. ...is
1: like a little that. like love. Will you marry me?
0: I will marry you. I will be your wife. Do you love him, Loretta? No. Good. When you love him, they drive you crazy. Sometimes...
1: Why are you marrying Johnny? He's a fool. ...it makes you act a little crazy. This is maybe one of my favorite Nicholas Cage movies. are you movies. taking me? To the bed. Oh, God. Okay, I don't care. I
0: don't care. Take me, take me to the bed. Isn't it romantic? You've got a love bite on your neck. Your life's going down the toilet.
1: You have your eyes open for my friend. I have my eyes open. I'll say no more. You haven't said anything. (laughs) You ruined my life. That's impossible. You ruined my life. Look, it's
0: Cosmo's move. Why do men chase women? Crazy now, it's an excellent
1: beautiful. cast. I love you. What? Snap out of it. I'm confused. They <laughs> say there's nothing new under the sun. This trailer wait a minute, is amazing. Wait a minute. <laughs> but under Did the they? moon. Huh. That's another story.
0: Do you love him, Loretta? Ma, I love him awful.
1: Oh god, that's too bad. <laughs> Share. Nicholas Cage in a Norman Jewison film.
0: A la familia. eh? Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Olympia Dukakis. Uh Cher Nicholas Cage. Vincent Gardenia. Olympia Dukakis. Danny Aiello. Directed by Norman Jewison. Right. I don't
1: know who that is. Nope. But I like Moonstruck. Uh, there's a scene in it that my family regularly quotes where um spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Moonstruck. Mm-hmm. There's spoilers. Uh, so Cher is going to marry Nicolas Cage's brother. And she oh. and they but they the two brothers have bad blood. And so she's gonna go talk to Nicolas Cage to get him to like come to the wedding for them to like resolve whatever um but he so he hates his brother because his brother distracted him one day uh, while he was baking bread and he put his hand in the bread slicer oh gosh. and so uh he has a prosthetic hand and his fiance left him because she she didn't want to be with a man who only had one hand
0: nicholas cage's character only yes. has one hand
1: Nicholas Cage's character only has one hand he has a wooden hand and uh there's this whole bit where he's like I lost my hand I lost my bride Johnny has his hand Johnny has his bride and then he tells like one of the women who work at the bakery to go get him the big knife and she's like no I won't do it it's
0: <laughs> it's Whoa. so absurd whoa yeah it's a it's a blind spot <laughs> in my mu- in my movie viewing i haven't seen that
1: it's it's wild it's it's funny the whole thing is just sort of ridiculous
0: um this is the only star trek podcast that exists on the internet my name is peter my name is rachel um we usually play let's play this okay this is not our theme song Just not our theme song We didn't play this on the show. Neither one of Um, us can figure out if we played this on the show. I'm pretty sure we did.
1: We should probably start like a spreadsheet or something of what we play. No, we did not. We did not play this. Uh, I want to get an instrument like that. Just that like stick with bells on it.
0: Sleigh bells. Yeah. This is so good. Everything about this I love. The video is amazing.
1: All of their outfits and hair is just, like, so good. Yeah. I think right now we're starting to get into, like, the more, like, funky side of the 80s. Yeah.
0: The, that is, of course, the Bangles covering Hazy Shade of Winter. And I think... So interspersed in that, in that video are clips of a movie. I think less than zero, maybe. Let me let me look at that. Um, okay. Hazy shade of winter song. Uh, is it less than? Yeah, I think it is less than zero. Yeah. Yep. Yep, less than uh, uh, less than zero was the movie that's being interspersed because you know this was back when songs had to be associated with movies, basically, uh, or movies had to had to have songs. But less than zero was a novel by Brett Easton Ellis, the guy who went on to write um, American Psycho. So this was mm. sort of his like breakout. Um, sure, but was in? Who was that guy that they kept showing starring Andrew McCarthy? That's it. And really young RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. In really? That movie. Yeah. Huh. Back when he was uh, not sober, I think. Yeah. Anyways. So. Hello. Hello. Should we get into the episode? Let's just yeah, dive, let's, in. Normally, let's dive in. Normally I would say, like, hey, what have you been watching? But I've been I've been driving around. I went to Missouri. I went to Colorado. I haven't really been watching much current TV, but that new Loki show just came out.
1: I haven't watched it yet. I'm I excited. Watched,
0: yeah, I haven't watched it either, but I am also excited. Um, I've been watching the old Twilight Zones on Netflix because it's gonna leave at the end of this month. Oh it's I've hard been to watching hear myself.
1: I've been watching Legend of Korra. I'm watching um, that with the housemate. Uh I've been watching a lot of stuff. I I can't remember what any of it is at the moment because it's all just been stuff that I've been like playing in the background while I do other yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I started watching just like the dumbest cooking show where people take leftovers. Uh, oh, I watched Sweet Tooth.
0: Yeah, 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 I watched the first episode of that. The uh, I've read the comic um, before. Comics good. I I don't it got think more intense
1: than I was expecting.
0: <laughs> it's pretty intense. I only watched the first episode, but there's something about. Eh, I don't know. I have thoughts about about it. There's something about them trying to reproduce jeff lemire is the guy who created sweet tooth and drew it and stuff his art style is really kind of like impressionistic and kind of absurdist yeah and trying to trying to like take humans and like the kid just looks like a little too something yeah i don't know it it, it, it hits differently than it did in the comic for me oh
1: f- for sure like after i watched it i looked up some of the art styles of the comic and it's it's wildly different um, yeah i think part of the reason i could watch it i think if i'd read the comic i would have been annoyed by the uh, oh by the visual style of yes
0: i have a i have a correction yeah hazy shade of winter was not number one on february eighth nineteen eighty eight we played it because we've already played this Tiffany song called Could have been yes so we went to the, and as is our custom, as is the custom of our, of our, um, I don't know. I keep wanting to say like our people, but I don't think like that's cool anymore. So I don't, I'm trying to not say that, our,
1: but that's um, like,
0: you know, that organization. Phrase? Yeah.
1: As is our way.
0: It's funnier to me to this think is about the, like,
1: this is the way.
0: <laughs> God, what a dumb saying. They could have done so much better. <laughs> Lazy writing Mandalorian. <laughs> This is the way you couldn't think of anything else. You could think of nothing else. They could, yeah. I don't. I don't care. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. I don't care. I don't care. The way, whatever. (laughs) Um, as is done by our folks. Uh, anyway, (laughs) Hazy Shade of Winter was number two. Sure. So, Um,
1: and Moonstruck
0: was not number one. Like I said, Good Morning, Vietnam was number morning, one, Vietnam. so Moonstruck was number two. Okay.
1: Uh, I also watched Inside by Bella Burnham.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched that, too. Yeah,
1: rip, Ripped up my insides a little bit. It was, was good. Really rough. It's very you know, good, but it just, oof.
0: It was rough, but also I was like, you're turning 30? Get over it. You know, yeah, that part saying, I was
1: like turning
0: 30 and you're yeah. like rich and you have you already have two stand up specials on Netflix and you're 29. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, man. Just wait till you get to over 40. Um, but it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Um, all right. I've
1: had the song Bank oh. of Shit Stuck in my head all day. Yeah, that special. Uh, That's but speaking right. of ages. <sighs> That's too my short segue. a
0: season okay i want to read that there were parts of this plot i did not follow so <laughs> so i but um so we're in we're in the actual episode of tng now mm-hmm. Enterprise has been set to Persephone Five to confer with Admiral Mark Jameson. Starfleet received a subspace transmission from Carnass, the governor. That's not what. It, that's not his title. It was not governor. Of it was like pre praetorian or something. Um, of Mordan Four, two days previously, in it he says terrorists have taken the Federation ambassador Hawkins and his staff hostage. They want to talk to a Federation negotiator. And in his opinion, there is only one man qualified, Admiral Jameson. Captain Picard transmits the message to Jameson and asks that he come with them. Mordan is at peace after 40 years of civil war. And Picard wonders why. Man, it is like so much plot. But during it, I was like, oh, this... I thought it actually struck like a really good, serious tone,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, even though at the beginning you could like, you got, you got to kind of buy into his makeup and stuff at the beginning. Yeah. It's very clearly a young guy with old guy makeup on.
1: I I think, honestly, I think it's the makeup that bothers me the most part of why, because I don't. Mm. I don't care for this episode. Like, I did not re-watch it today.
0: Mm, We've recorded,
1: yeah. But I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. Um, when this I was might little, the,
0: This might have been the first time I've seen this episode all the way through.
1: Huh. Yeah, when I was little, I remember watching it and just being like, because they don't just make him look old. They make him look old and, like, weirdly lumpy yes like his skin has a quality like it's gonna fall off and i just remember that bothering me so much as a kid i don't think i've ever gotten over it
0: yeah there he is i mean yeah his eyebrows are clearly glued on and stuff as they de-age him he actually kind of looks worse than he does there
1: yeah, for a while. Yeah, there's like, like the very old ones, not so bad. There's like this mid-range. Yeah, age that's just nasty.
0: It's. I do like how they. You know, sometimes it's good when they interject humor into some of this stuff. But then mm-hmm. I felt like they. I, I really appreciated how they were just kind of going for it. They were just like.
1: It's just a serious some, episode like, all the way through.
0: Yeah, yeah. they were just like we want some like. Political intrigue and like some military shenanigans and I kind of appreciated that. So, wait, what did he actually do? Do you do you know? So
1: yeah, so back in the day, he helped negotiate the original like peace treaty or whatever on this planet. Um, if you go back, in.
0: uh, it's we're looking for it that's why there's um let's explain it in act 4 uh we I can, see I can't find I can't even find it on here
1: oh so here it is um so
0: There was an initial encounter between the two of them 45 years ago. Right. Right, and between between Jameson and Carnass.
1: And Karnas, he asked Carnass if his old enemies had taken the hostages and Carnass replies that they are dead. Um. Uh and Jameson realizes that Carnass has never forgiven him. And then it's taken the Federation staff. So Karnas hates Jameson because he did negotiate for passengers release by giving Karnas what he demanded, a supply of Federation weapons. However, Jameson, in his interpretation of the prime directive, also supplied the warring tribes with an equal number of weapons.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: Jameson had thought this would lead to a short skirmish and not had expected a war that would last over 40 years
0: but but then at, in act 5 i know we're jumping all over the place they say something about no i knew i've scarred myself right uh, he's like i scarred myself because i knew what i was doing or or something so that we both entered into this agreement And I I mean, you need the scar in there to as a plot point to explain to the guy that this young person who's been de-aging like crazy is who he says he is. Oh, yeah. Um, So you need that in there. But it was just it was I was confused as an adult and I'm sure I would have been way confused as a kid. Um, yeah, but even that said, it's like I know I'm kind of picking at it a little bit, but mm-hmm. even that said, like I thought it was I thought it was like a pretty solid pretty solid episode.
1: It is. It is. I think there's just I think it's so different in like tone than a lot of TNG. Mm-hmm. But but That's the later
0: seasons, the later seasons I think approach that tone, no?
1: I think they do. They do. I think too, there's some of it is that um, at this part in the show, there wasn't really, there weren't really B plots yet. Yeah. Like it's all this. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I like a very specific um, approach to my Star Trek where there's like serious plot and then secondary, not so serious plot.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it The odd thing, I think for me, what's odd about this episode is that it's mostly about those two guys. It's mostly about Carnes and Jameson.
1: Yeah, it's not really about any of the, the cast at all.
0: No, they're, you know, Beverly's interacting with Jameson by saying, like, I know something's wrong with them and, you know, trying to advocate for him not being beamed back down and stuff and Picard is sort of like he he's he's more a secondary character than anything. He's like, "Oh, you can use my ship, but don't use it too much." And
1: maybe that's some of it. Yeah. I, don't know, it, I think that's what it is, is. It doesn't feel like a Star Trek episode all that much to me because like the cast is just sort of there. They're not yeah. really Yeah. part of it.
0: Oh, Jameson says in the episode, he says, "Make it so." Oof. Oh, that's right. There's a part
1: where he's like, "This might be your ship, but I'm in charge here." And I was like, "You gonna tell Captain McCard what to do?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking through some of the some of the um, story and script things.
1: Oh, while you're doing that, a quick interrupt. Um uh there's a note here about um, Wesley Crusher, and that reminded me Will Wheaton posted something so lovely, um because it's June, which is LGBT Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Will Wheaton posted something really nice about a fan reaching out to him saying that um, having a crush on will is. Um, or having a crush on Wesley was part of what helped him realize he was gay. And that, and instead of um, being like weirded out or um, being disapproving, Will Wheaton posted about how honored he was and how nice um, that felt to hear from a fan that he was able to help someone understand themselves better.
0: Yeah. And I just thought
1: that was really, really nice.
0: And I think, didn't he also say in that post, didn't he also say, Wesley loves you too?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: like that pretty solid way, pretty solid way to, to interact with a fan. It's pretty awesome.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back on this episode, it said, although the episode was supposed to focus on Clayton Roner's character, Who's Clayton Roner? Yeah, okay. The guy who plays Jameson, his name mm-hmm. is Clayton Roner. Um, it said, although the episode was supposed to focus on Clayton Roner's character, the regular cast felt Roner did not work in the <laughs> ense- ensemble manner very well. Correct. Director yeah. Rob Bowman felt that the show was too verbose, more words than action. That's also correct. Roner's makeup during the early parts of the show was a source of disappointment being described as subpar and ineffective. That This is all from Memory Alpha and that they're quoting that specific one from Star Trek, the next generation companion.
1: You know, I think what would have been interesting and might have like saved this episode for me is if it wasn't like a confession by the guy, but like like the crew feeling like something's off and doing like a bunch of investigation and like we get to see them like meeting and talking about it and trying to figure out like what the fuck this admiral is doing
0: yeah yeah the, um, the this little the next note on here said the arms for hostages element of the story was inspired by the Iran Contra affair oh shit so that, so that kind of checks out with like the Star Trek trying to be about the social events of the day you know for sure um. Yeah, but as far I think, like, oh, and uh, casting characters, Will Wheaton, Wesley Crusher does not appear in the episode. Michael Pataki also played Korax twenty years earlier in the Trouble with Tribbles. <laughs>
1: Who's Korax? Oh, a Klingon.
0: Played by Michael.
1: Michael
0: Pataki. Oh, oh,
1: was was he the uh, what Carnass Karnas? I think so. Yeah, and, that's
0: Karnas And what's weird is, uh, <laughs> what's funny is in the animated series of Star Trek, Korax from this Trouble with Tribbles episode, um, the voice of Korax was provided by James Doohan. Who, of course, is Scotty, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's James Doohan. <laughs> I always forget. Forget like, of course, he wasn't Scottish. Of course, that wasn't his regular accent. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let me click the back button a lot. Okay. Um, there we go yeah this uh, this this episode just kind of is I don't know that there's much to add to this because it is so straightforward. It's like
1: yeah, like that's basically the whole thing. I will say, I thought the actress that played his wife did a really great job. Um, like Anne's trying to figure out like what the fuck to do with this husband who's like suddenly real spry and uh he's like we can totally get some for you too and she's like ah I don't think so this is getting kind of weird and then he dies at the end of the episode
0: yeah yeah and and I did like there's a bit in there where she says you always do this you always think you know what I want and like I'm just gonna go along with it or whatever Mm -hmm. it it, kind of cool I don't know that a lot of shows in 1988 were talking about like agency of you know women spouses and stuff like that like it is maybe a little throw throwaway line maybe i'm giving it too much credit but it stood out to me when when i was watching the episode yeah um uh yeah With a skill. i don't know I what other thoughts do you have working.
1: i think it's also his like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. he just. He just plays such a. I found traces of chemical substances, shitty old. The guy. Samples, yeah, none of them are in our pharmacopoeia. Pharmacopoeia. Working on alien references to substances like these. All I can tell you is that he's ingested something that's strongly affecting his body specifics, Doctor Captain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes,
1: sir. Frequency open and secured. Yeah, there's just a uh, lot of like. Conners. What is it you want? You We're on a secure channel, Carnass, You can talk freely.
0: you laugh Are you cracking oh, up?
1: What is this goblin voice he's using? Carnass, if, if they stir up enough trouble here, it's like—is this what so you is think it? old people Our sound Dan? like? Still
0: what is, Dan? Dan? is it? Uh, Dan? Dan? Is it Arden? Is it Gilmore? He
1: sounds like he. Like he's doing a I voice on like Labyrinth through. or the Dark Crystal or something.
0: Yeah. Let's like hear fucking um, Skeksis. <laughs> the Skexies. The Skexies. Those sexy like, skexies. That's the what they
1: sexy, Skeksis. Mm, That's sexy.
0: What They call them. Like, Why? do you think stay do tuned do you think for he... our black dark crystal pot
1: fancast? Uh um but it's... The fan cast is only... Never mind. i going to make a wildly inappropriate joke. Sexy, sexy,
0: uh. sexy. <laughs> it's
1: actually... <laughs> oh, my brain is too hot to make good jokes.
0: It, yeah, we should say, something, too. Something it is... We're address- in the middle of a stupid heat wave here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. It is... Nine. It was 97 degrees 97 degrees In June In June, yeah
1: Also, where do you think I'm trying to figure out like What old people was this guy around That he's like studying them and like Yes, this is what I'm going to be like I don't think he's ever been around old people Like ever (laughs) Like what is... Like that's not what aging does to the mouth. Like and then that like so that we arrive ahead of our This today, like mid weird terrible we hair color. Like mousy gray. The I believe Cornus has Like he still has like old man brows. Any dissidents. And his not lumpy that's neck. A that that's quite a big jump. I, I feel, feel like they just use like actual the molding clay. Isn't the most important thing the hostages' lives? And you agree with that too, Ryker? I do, sir. Good. Because I plan to personally lead the away team on an armed rescue mission to get them out of there. It's my weird neck veins. Yeah,
0: it's just not, it's not what you want, really.
1: Amanda, it's data. not what I want. Bring no. up the plans I requested on the view screen, please. Um. Aye, sir most of morden's principal city was devastated i think there was also During part of war, me that like was just pissed what I'm, like
0: it just of it's yeah some i don't want to see that
1: he's just so pissy
0: yeah
1: um huh
0: i'm here i hope you're heading for the bedroom
1: <laughs> uh that's the noise he makes when he does sexy things <laughs> also the sound. Sexy speak um, <laughs> apparently uh the writer had originally pitched a story idea based on andropause sometimes referred to as male menopause hmm. the um Original ending also had the two opposing parties on the planet sit down for a peace talk with Jameson surviving the effects of de-aging drugs. He would have been reduced in age to 14 and could no longer remember his life.
0: Yeah, where is it where it says um, at the end of uh, one of the versions of the script, Jameson did not die but reverted to the age of 14. The accelerated de-aging also had the side effect of erasing all of his memories past any given age, eventually including those of his wife. He helped govern... Governor Zipak and his rival, a high priest, in their negotiations after they take Jameson's de-aging as the fulfillment of an ancient prophecy whereby a warrior will return from the stars and be reborn as a young man. Oof. Um, at the end, the 14-year-old Jameson received a tour of the Enterprise D by
1: Wesley <laughs> Crusher. I would have been into that. Uh, so the name Zipak, do you think the writer was like... He was writing and trying to come up with a name and then he was looking on his desk and he had some antibiotics there. <laughs> Run with and it. He's like, Z-Pack? z His name was Z-Pack.
0: Z-Pack. Uh... Well, uh, oh boy. Sorry for that. Yawning into the microphone. Um, wait, let's hear Picard's little summary of it all hmm. at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the note it oh. ends on?
0: Let's see. You weird, dead, young, old man. It's like Benjamin Button.
1: Hostages have been freed by Carnas unharmed, and the body of Admiral Mark Jameson has been buried on Mordan at the request of his widow and by the permission of Carnas. The quest for youth, number one, so futile. Age and wisdom have their graces too. I wonder if one doesn't have to have Age and wisdom to appreciate that, sir. I hope not, number one. Mr. Mm. LeForge, <laughs> prepare to take us out of orbit.
0: Set course for ISIS three. Hi, sir. Leaving or this orbit. music they don't play very much. That little music cue there. Yeah. That, like kind of super uplifty one. Um, I
1: like I like when uh Jordy and Data make eye contact, they're like we're on this like you want it best bud i'm on it best bud that's what that look says to me
0: are um they're like um troy and abed
1: they are troy and abed there's uh there's a twitter account called tng season eight which is all like fictional plot lines right one of my favorites is um uh, data and Jordy get trapped on the conference room table by a scary dog. I'd watch that. Uh, another one, Jordy deassembles the entire warp core only to realize the weird noise is coming from data. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. All the, all the, all the, all the, I just called them Troy. Uh, <laughs> Jordy wears out. Uh, his new catchphrase in the first half of the episode tell it to the warp core
0: Tell it to the warp core um did you know this is only slightly related so we're watching these on netflix i think you watch them on paramount plus but i've been watching these on netflix did you know that let's see Let me see if it does it here. Okay, it doesn't do it here. But let me show you what it does on the Netflix app for me. Okay. Come on. Now it's not doing it. Oh, you can't read it. Do you see that white blob right there? Yeah. That says play something. Mm-hmm. They, I've never noticed that before. Have they had that random play something button for a while? Uh,
1: for a little while. Um, oh, okay. It's It's like new since the pandemic.
0: Oh, okay. It's the first time I've noticed it. Yeah, um, I it- definitely could not sleep last night because it was a million degrees in here. And I did not want to decide on what to watch. So I pressed play something and it started playing a Deep Space Nine episode.
1: Yeah, I think it plays stuff off based off of things you've watched before or like started and then stopped watching or things that are related. Like I played play something and it started. um, It picked up where I left off watching Stargate. (laughs) Oh, okay. I
0: I think it's a cool idea. I mean, I, I like it. I am surprised that Netflix doesn't have like a, like a feature like Pluto TV has where have have you used that app, that Pluto mm-hmm. TV? It, it's I've just, it, it's, um it's an app, but it functions as TV channels. So it's not on demand. It's like they have a set schedule, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm surprised Netflix doesn't have like the Netflix channel on here where it just is continuously playing things because Mm -hmm. the beauty of that is you can call somebody and say, turn it on. It's right at that moment that I was telling you about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you go, Oh, Oh, what, what's it on? And you go, just go turn on Netflix, go to, you know, Netflix channel or whatever they call it. And it's, it's, coming up on that moment in Shawshank Redemption that I really like or whatever, you know? Sure. Cause that, that's that, not a bad idea. That like text, that text moment, that like telephone call moment that you used to get. Uh, Bill Simmons talks about it on, on the rewatchables podcast every now and then about how like his dad will call him and they both have the same cable channels and his dad will be like, better turn on channel five because heat's on and it's coming up to the chase scene or whatever, you know?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then what they'll both just sit there on the phone with each other, you know, and like, like watch for 15 minutes and then go, okay, well I gotta go now, you know,
1: it's funny. I never, I've never done that with like live TV.
0: I've done it maybe a handful of times, but yeah, well, well, all right, this was kind of a different, differently paced episode. We we shaking, getting our sea legs back again after not having recorded a thing in a bit. Yeah. So.
1: What's uh What's coming up? What's the next one that we'll be watching?
0: The next one. Mhm. Mhm. This one.
1: When the bow breaks. <laughs> Oh, uh, I like this one very much.
0: Oh, I started playing the big goodbye. I don't want to do that.
1: That's a good episode. All right. Well. Next episode, it's a, a Wesley heavy one, which I enjoy. Yes.
0: yes. Sounds good. Okay, okay. Well, that does it for our little show.
1: It's time for me to say the thing. Let me get ready. Let me get
0: ready. Wait, not ready. Okay, right.
1: Computer and program.